for us, it's just treat every client as though they were your only one. And I think if you, for us focusing on that really grew our business exponentially because that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that when we show up, we show up and we deliver the experience that they wanted. And we make sure that we fulfill that and go above and beyond. Uh, just because what if I only had, I remember we only did X amount of weddings in 2019 and now we have uh, quite a bit for now and next year. But mm-hmm. like, I remember those moments of like, man, I remember those times where we only had like one wedding. Like I think, and just being excited for it. And so being oh, excited, yeah. it's just something that's like important and keeps, keeps the business going and keeps it fun. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Joey Mac Dizon. He is the co-founder and CEO of the New Jersey-based Mobile Cigar Lounge, where they bring the cigar experience to events and roll premium cigars in person. It's really amazing. Super cool if you have never experienced that. Uh, today's episode is packed full of amazing insight and great conversation. We talk about serving your clients well, what you need to think about before you start growing your team, uh, giving back, and why you should never stop learning, among many other things as well. So uh, let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I've got Joey MacDees on with me, and um, you may know him as the Smoky Panda um, from the Mobile Cigar Lounge in New Jersey. Um, we, If you've been on... Um, clubhouse back whenever like clubhouse like first came out and everyone was just in there and it was just so good so many great conversations um and that's where i first met joey and uh immediately i was just like this is a cool dude like we hit it off i i don't i don't really know too much like we were just chatting before uh recording here and just like yeah we would we would totally hang out like we would get along really well um but yeah joey welcome to the podcast no thank you so much john and it's so funny i'm sure that we can just chat because we already we already got whiskey right we're talking Uh, about food uh before we came (laughs) on (laughs) so uh, i feel like that's why i remember we stopped our conversation i'm like john i feel like we could hang out and have a good time together (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah man for for inviting us to our podcast you know we really appreciate spreading the love but uh thank you so much for having us yeah absolutely yeah thanks thanks so much for for being on tonight um but yeah i uh, uh for for anyone who doesn't know you could you give us a little um kind of background where you're based uh what you do what you love doing yeah absolutely so hello everyone uh welcome to the podcast thank you again john for having me as a guest um so my name is joey mack aka the smoking panda i'm the co-founder and ceo of the mobile cigar lounge basically what we do is we bring the cigar experience to weddings and private parties in the new jersey metro new york city and philadelphia area uh we have 
been traveling, which is fun. It's been a great year for us. Um, so for us, myself, we're 100% veteran-owned and operated, and everyone that we hire is either a veteran, first responder, or military or first responder connected. Um, so I think that's a big firm belief in our in our company, and we love working with people in our community. So uh, thank you again, John. I hope people got a snippet, but uh, you know, you could definitely we'll talk more about it in the next few minutes. But thank you again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I I think I had seen that on on y'all's Instagram about how um, y'all employ uh, veterans, um, which is great. I'm I'm always there's a few uh, like veteran based or centered um, uh, charities here locally that uh, we like to give to and support and like photograph their events and things because um, that's always like my my whole uh, my my dad's whole family like everyone was in some branch of the military at some point and uh they were all in different ones which was fun um and i i tried uh i tried to to join the army whenever i was like 17 i was like yeah this sounds sounds right for going you know getting out of out of high school i'll just go ahead and do this and then uh the recruiter never called me back and i was like i guess i am not a good fit um but that's cool but yeah no i really love that y'all do that because it's um it's did that was that like from the very beginning or whenever y'all formed the company you're like this is what we want to do yeah uh, you know it's it's exactly what we wanted to do it's just kind of like lean back on those that especially when we started our company we wanted to be part of a community and we understand each other especially as vets and first responders especially mm -hmm. especially where we stemmed our company from uh, myself and my two partners uh were both uh, myself and alvaro were iraqi war veterans in the marine corps another partner miley he's in afghanistan um united states army uh war veteran and so for us smoking cigars uh, building that camaraderie, I, that was something a big part of who we are, especially if we've just done 46 years of service. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about how much it's impacted our life. And so we took something like that and turned it into like a fun thing where uh, for us, it's drinking and smoking is the name of the game. And for us, like, I think you're talking about some, you're editing. Like for me, I just went to the cigar store and picked up a couple of cigars. Nice. I'm like, oh, I haven't smoked this one. <laughs> so nice. uh, we like to joke around that we like to, uh, that we drink and smoke for a living. But at the same time, um, the guys and gals that work with us, it's, uh, it's like a great bond. It's a great community. And uh, our team chat, it's pretty fun. Uh, especially when we have all branches and then we have um, different first responders from EMTs to retired police officers to volunteer firefighters to auxiliary uh, different parts of uh, even the first responder aspect. So it's pretty fun. Good times. <laughs> That's cool. That would be, I bet that is a fun like group chat text uh, yeah. with everyone. That's, that's cool. How did the, the idea of like the mobile cigar lounge come about? Because uh, I have, I've only had one wedding here in Texas with like someone rolling cigars at the wedding, uh, which was amazing. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I got to take a few home, uh, which I was like, yes, thank you so much. And like, uh, but yeah, that's, it's really cool. And I had never even thought of like that being a thing. Um, how did y'all come up with that? How did that 
like come about as starting a business like that? So first, uh, every time I go to a wedding, uh, I usually come in during the, um, um, you know, where the dinner is just kind of like finishing off. Uh-huh. So in the hallways, you could see like the photographers kind of like just, you know, putting their, you know, letting their dogs rest, right? Like letting their, kicking their feet up just a little bit. Yep. And I go up to them like, hey, you guys, you guys good? Because like, <laughs> I know they've been there for so long. <laughs> so uh, it's so funny how you're like, oh, I see the cigar roll and he kicks me some cigars. I did the same thing. I see the photographers. I'm like, you guys doing all right? You guys need water? <laughs> like, uh-huh. It's been a long day. <laughs> I know photographers go through. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, essentially how we started, um, I had a good friend of mine who who wanted to start a um, a food truck. Um, so he started the one down in Miami and I was very interested in just like and he was a vet as well. And I was very interested in the whole mobile aspect where, you, you know, you're kind of like the whole concept is like you don't have an official brick and mortar costs are down and you're just mobile. And then I uh, came up around this area. And so there's a couple of people that do what we do, um, but it's nothing in New Jersey area, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of companies, but something that we, nothing like what we're bringing to the table and essentially, right, tobacco. Um, right. So we, when we came together, it was just like, man, this is a great idea. You know, my, my, my partner, Miley and I, we, we, were, <laughs> we were at a restaurant uh, just, um, we were smoking hookah at that time, <laughs> smoking hookah. And we're like, man, this would be great. Like, you know, we're blowing smoke and drinking whiskey. This would be great if we did like a, uh, like a mobile cigar idea. And so essentially our business model from the beginning is totally different where it is now, uh, for that model, uh, where we're going with is like going to festivals, going to wine festivals, uh, mm-hmm. going to like places like different events. But now we've turned into a whole different animal in terms of, we're moving to a direction where we're looking to the private party, the wedding spaces. And um, no, it's been a great journey. It's been about uh, just over three years in, uh, in September. So three years and like two months. that we Nice. Nice. That's really cool. So, and y'all, you, I like actually roll the cigars. I like in person, you're not just like bringing like a box and just like, here, pick whatever you would like. Y'all yeah. are like rolling them fresh and everything. Yeah, so that that's the great aspect of of cigar rolling, right? For us, mm. it's like exhibiting the art of cigar rolling and bringing this premium tobacco from Nicaragua. So we use premium Nicaraguan tobacco and actually showing this beautiful art. It's it's handmade, you know. It's one of the last few things handmade. I think it's a great like addition towards the end, and people are just watching, taking pictures, and they're just smoking their cigar. And that's essentially why we started our, our company is just to capture those moments and. Uh, I mean, we've had so many great moments, especially where I like to capture the last two hours where we're just smoking a cigar. Yeah. Uh, you know, we stop by the bar and, you know, we grab a, like a, I think, I think we're like the only, one of the only professionals that are able to like drink at the same time and be uh-huh. like, those guys are cool. You know, <laughs> we actually have a whole alcohol policy where um, I don't tolerate drunken behavior or consumption, but if you like a glass of wine, uh, whiskey, bourbon, you know, that's part of the culture. It's part of the experience. Like you come mm. up to the table, I'm drinking a whiskey. Well, hey, how's it going, gents? What do you what do you guys like to smoke today? Or how's it going, man? What would you like to smoke? Are you drinking a wine? You know, it's very knowledgeable and trying to figure out their palate. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's it's like a whole different world that I uh I still don't know a ton about, but like pairing cigars with different 
like different whiskeys or different uh, liquors and, and wines and all that. I was like the only, the only cigars that I had ever had, like in my, my early like twenties years were like the, uh, the little uh, cigarillo, you know, oh, yeah. like two for a dollar or something at a gas station, uh, like the vanilla flavored ones. And that was like my extent of uh, cigars until going to Mexico and getting some Cuban cigars uh, on a beach there. And I was like, these are garbage. These are probably not real Cuban cigars. Uh, the guy just took our money because he was like, y'all are young. Y'all probably have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> he was just yeah. like, oh, Cuban cigars. Here you go. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's it's very interesting to me. And I and like you were saying, like it is, it is an art form, um, rolling cigars. Cause I've, uh, the, the first time that I had seen anyone rolling them in person was at that wedding. It was like seven years ago. And, um, and I was just like captivated. I was like, I know I have a job here and I need to go take photos of other things, but I was just chilling with the dude out there and like getting all these photos. I was like, I'm going to give you like a full gallery. You're going to have all the branding photos you need for like the next two years. Um, but yeah, it is, it is really cool. If it, if any of the listeners has, if you've never seen that, don't know what we're talking about. Um, definitely go, uh, check out the mobile cigar lounge on, on Instagram and, uh, and you know, some of y'all's videos, I like the little, <clears throat> little kind of like highlights that y'all do from behind the scenes, um, at weddings and everything is always, always really cool. But, um, uh, but yeah, yep. like kind of, oh no, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's funny, John. Um, so one of the first things they did, like me and my partner, before we started our business, mm-hmm. uh, we went to a local cigar lounge here. And uh, they had a how to pair your whiskey. Like we were, we're avid cigar smokers. Like uh, I was still relatively new. I haven't smoking cigars on and off, but like really big in 2014 and up. But my partner has been smoking since like 2009. Uh, so we're just like under like 10 years of smoking. So we went to this place and it's just like, hey, how to pair your cigar with whiskey. So we're like, hey, we should go to there and actually like learn about that stuff. Yeah, so I, I can, I can like see it, John. Like we were just sitting there, and we had like the little thing of whiskey and 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 cigar, and they're showing us how to properly taste it, understand your palate, and we just start laughing because we're like, dude, we're we're like gonna get paid for this, you know? This is like fifty <laughs> years ago. Uh, <laughs> and then I was just like, man, this is such a rough job. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just, like, man, oh, the, the guy. I have to go smoke cigars for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's awesome. Like, the just the, the entrepreneurship of like, these are things that we love. We could turn this into a business oh. and just smoke cigars and drink whiskey every night and get paid for it at the same time like that is is like the dream of entrepreneurship yeah so this funny part john there's like a running joke in my company like the especially the new guys that come on or gals that come on they're like after they do their event they're like do do i pay you because i literally just (laughs) 
stood there, hung out, like the, you know, their charisma, you know, we look for their charisma, their like people skills, because you're, you're, you, we want them to be part of the experience, right? So you're, you're just not there with the table, like, you know, with a table and cigars, you're there to interact, you're there to educate. And the running joke is like, do I pay you? Uh, because all <laughs> I did was just smoke cigars, hung out, and I just drank like a couple of glasses of scotch. I'm like, nah, you're good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, good time. <laughs> yeah that is the best whenever you can do something that just feels like like you should be paying someone else in order to do it that is that's awesome oh i love it i love it yes well okay so kind of talking about a little bit of business is there a piece of advice or like something that has really changed the way that you you view business or just like your general outlook on life um just throughout the years uh that's a great question john for 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 me personally and for our company uh you know and i work with like veteran entrepreneurs and and work with a school with entrepreneurs a big thing that i would say is you always have to be a student uh right like Mm. you you're always learning and sometimes you hear stuff and they're like oh i've heard that stuff already but you know what sometimes i like to hear it again because i might have not picked up something the first go around um so reading reading books and educating yourself um and just being a student and just learning uh you know we we're just talking about clubhouse uh I, I gave a lot of of credit for that social media because i took a lot of people like i i'm still new to the wedding industry and uh there's a lot of people a lot of the quote-unquote ogs that have been there for a while that i started learning a lot from and I started popping in into like, for example, one of those big photographer rooms. Oh, I would yeah. just sit and listen. And they would tell like, like how my Instagram is. I learned about uh, color boards and dark and moody uh, because my color schemes were all over the place. And I started studying kind of like how photographers operate because they're, first of all, you're in a space where um, there's a lot of you. So how do you stand out? Yeah. from the rest so for me i just took what y'all were doing and just kind of like had I, I talked to my team i'm like this is how we want we want to be dark and alluring we want to be kind of like that mystified like kind of like that's what we wanted and we want yeah. like that speakeasy out. vibe correct yeah and um that's what i learned from and i'm learning from different companies i like learning from different people from the industry i like to learn stuff from the djs and the caterers especially it's just, it's just different things that you don't, you don't know, and especially being new to the game, being only about three years. Um, it's always being a student. And then I would say the second thing is get a mentor, um, get someone, whether it's like a business mentor, um, you know, someone that's in the same industry, someone that's well, one of my competitions is one of my good mentors and friend, you know, yeah. and uh, he's the one that grew me up into the business. And uh, especially in the cigar business, there's a lot of like, the average age is pretty high. So I always show love to them because they kind of paved the road for us. And so when I see them, there's a bunch of us that do it here in New Jersey. But, you know, when I see them, I always show them love. Or when they're like, hey, I booked this guy's right, show them love. Because I was like, without those guys, we wouldn't be where we're here today. So, um, but yeah, so those two things, John, is one is always be a student, uh, always continuously learning, right? Uh, and then be, uh, you know, having a mentor, someone that's like a hundred steps ahead of you so that you could ask questions and be like, yeah, I did that. 
and that didn't work and they give you x y and z and you're like okay yeah. that could have saved me time and and money and possibly people if oh I- yeah yeah no i love that yeah i am right there with you like always be learning and and even just like learning from i mean you you uh mentioned like outside of the industry like you're you're not a, a photographer but you were learning from photographers and like i i'm not a dj but i have learned from djs who just are amazing at marketing and they they're just going crazy on instagram reels and like all these things and like okay yeah i'm gonna learn from you we're not the same like we're not necessarily talking to the same people although there is a good overlap um, especially in the wedding industry but like I think that gets overlooked a lot of times because especially now, like in the photography realm, there are so many educators and so many people with online courses and all these things that we tend to just kind of like pigeonhole, like I'm just going to learn from this photographer who's making seven figures because I want to hit six figures. And if they are already at seven, then I'm just going to follow in their footsteps. Um, But there are so many people who are just completely different industries that are just marketing geniuses and uh, like uh, personal relationship, um, like psychology of relationships and how to talk to people and that kind of stuff that has just like blown my mind uh, listening to some of them on, on clubhouse and also, you know, some other uh, podcasts and stuff that I'm just like, Oh yeah, this is, this is so good. And they're not talking about, my industry specifically, they're not talking about like, do this to edit your photos or whenever you're talking to your couple about this, like, it's just, um, just kind of like across the board, it works for, for everyone. So I love that. I think that is a huge thing that a lot of people miss is, um, you know, especially if you get successful and you're like, I'm making six figures. I'm good. Like I got to turn people away from working or I've like hired people under me to associate, like associate, you know, work different weddings. Um, and you just kind of stop learning. Um, you, you're either, you're either increasing or you're decreasing. Uh, cause there is no plateau. Uh, if, if you stop learning, you're, you're starting to go down. Uh, so I, agree. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I think that's the, both of those are are such good pieces of advice. And uh, like you said earlier, where uh, sometimes you might hear some advice and it'd be like, I know that I've heard it before. Uh, and it just goes, goes like, just like right over your head because you're just like, that's cool. I've already heard it. I don't need to hear this again. I've learned that thing. Um, but I mean, just like, uh, I don't know, they say that, people need to like see what you do and like hear your mission statement and all that, like four, 12, 14 times or something before it really sticks. Yeah. And I think that's the same with advice and, uh, and, and different ways of like, uh, like learning and uh, business mentorship and all that kind of stuff. You may have already heard something and implemented part of it, but um but every time that you hear it, just like take a second and be like, can I apply this? Am I already applying this? Um, last week, uh, I, the, uh, the podcast episode that I put out, 
I was like, oh, this is what I needed to hear. Like I have stepped away from this. It was like, you know, showing up with genuine enthusiasm for your clients um, because things have just been super busy the last few months. And I've kind of pulled back on the like genuineness of I'm very interested in who you are and what you're doing and like how we can connect and more of, okay, here's my prices. This is what we're doing. Do you want to hire me? And then just moving on to the next person. And I was like, yeah, sometimes I need to hear what I'm talking about um, and, and apply that into my own life, and my own business. Hey, y'all, quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better, and that is my CRM, Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof um, from embedded contact forms that auto-generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, Anything that you want to keep up with your numbers, they've got reports for it. They have built-in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing and quotes. It is so much. Um, They also, like my favorite part, they have these auto-populated tokens. So in emails, you can put client's first name or ceremony address or even specifics down to like maid of honors, Instagram handle, and it'll auto-populate it so you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com slash Tave, and that's T-A-V-E, to double your 30-day trial to make it a 60-day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No, you can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E. Check out Tave and let the power of customization grow your business. You know, it's funny um, when we talk about like the small things, like we could just hear something and just be like, wow, I should start implementing that into my business. I remember uh, mm-hmm. we did like the wedding and event planning expo like a couple months ago. And I heard Colin Cow, hopefully I'm saying his name properly. Yeah, he just said one simple thing. Treat every client as if they were your only one. And he has a book I think he has called The Gold Standard. And for us, you know, uh, especially our our kind of like our our admin who does, who talks to the client, who interacts. Like for us, it's just treat every client as though they were your only one. And I think if you, for us focusing on that, really grew our business exponentially because that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that when we show up, we show up and we deliver the experience that they wanted. And we make sure that we fulfill that and go above and beyond. Uh, just because what if I only had, I remember we only did X amount of weddings in 2019 and now we have uh, quite a bit for now and next year. But mm-hmm. like, I remember those moments of like, man, I remember those times where we only had like one wedding. Like I think, and just being excited for it. And so being oh, excited, yeah. it's just something that's like important and keeps, keeps the business going and keeps it fun. Yeah. And, and also like, as you're scaling your business, 
like looking at that and seeing, can I treat every single client as if they're my only one? Or am I getting, am I, am I growing this too big to where I'm trying to like spread out too much and doing like, you know, seven, 10 weddings in a month when you used to only do four and you were able to like spend that quality time with each client. And now you're like, I don't even know the the couple's name for this wedding that I'm going to because I haven't invested in them. Um, you know, that's something that I've been thinking of because I've been scaling and bringing on associate right. shooters and, and all that. Um, and we're doing a lot more weddings every month. Uh, and it's, it's something that I've been trying to keep like front of mind is can I still treat every single client as if they are the only one or as this, if they are um, as important as they were whenever I only had one a month? Um, so. I, I like what you're saying because there's two schools of thoughts. It's like, do you want to be that person that's going to be in the front and be like, mm. this is your brand name? It's like, how do you want to build your business? You want to like expand it and scale it? Like for me, it's like, even though they're not getting Joey Mac, Panda, whoever we sent, whoever they talked to, it's like gold standard, gold standard. Like this is customer experience, customer uh, making sure that the the quality of it is is awesome. Customer mm. care. So of course, you know, some people might be watching. It's like, yeah, I, I think having six clients a year is awesome. And there's nothing wrong with that because you're giving your dedication. Like, for example, you know their names, you know you know their dog, right? You know everything. Um, and then there's another school of thought where like, listen, when they talk to, it's not Joey Mac, it's the Mobile Cigar Lounge and creating that culture and that experience where, listen, when you talk to us or when you give us the opportunity, we want to deliver. And if we don't deliver, we want to make sure that we, you know, get better at it, that we're always growing, like going back to that being a student and always growing. A lot of that thing is just about, you know, being able to just work with your business and being flexible. So I, I like what you said. It's like, how should I do it? So I think for us, John, it's like, um, do you want to scale? Like you want to be that person all the time? Or do you want to scale a business that you're doing five weddings on a day? Because I take that, those are two different animals. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you got to figure out which one do you want to do and how do you want to grow your business? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's so good. And something that needs to be thought of before you really start scaling. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people are just like, I'm getting so many leads I can scale. And like, I can, I can turn this, this, uh, this person that's been helping me like assisting and everything into a lead. And now they can go do their own weddings and be under our brand and all that. And then a lot of people, you scale too big and then you start crashing because you're getting poor quality going out there or you're hiring people who don't fit your, your core beliefs as a business. Um, Because maybe you don't have your core beliefs set up uh, that you're sharing with them, Uh, which I ran into because I, I hired someone uh, to be, uh, they weren't a lead photographer, but they were like the second photographer and helping me out. And, um, after we did a few weddings, I was just like, oh yeah, their like their personality was fine. They were a, a great people person, able to get the smiles, able to get those moments and everything. But the, uh, the integrity wasn't there. The, mm. um, just like 
doting and just everything all out hundred percent for the clients. Um, there was like a lot of, uh, just kind of talking bad about them behind their backs. And I was like, yeah, this is not okay. Um, I don't think you're going to be a good fit. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, if, if you don't have a, uh, like a core of, uh, just like beliefs that you follow as a business, um, I would recommend, uh, working on that and just like, what do you want to be known for? Uh, because we want to be known for integrity. We want to be known for like responsiveness. It's, it's like, I want, I want to respond as quickly as humanly possible uh, because I want them to know that they are important uh, and not just like wonder, like, I don't know, it's been like five days. Did they even get my email and all that? But yeah, that's all good stuff to to think of um, before you even start scaling. So anyone who's like on the fence or thinking like maybe in 2022, I'm going to start scaling, uh, just rewind and listen to that entire thing again. I think that is so great. Absolutely, man. And uh, you hit it right in the head, culture. Because right now we have a team of about 50 guys and gals. Uh, uh, Just being like, but they all... We, we go over our SOPs, our code of conducts. You know, I don't want to keep beating this over the head, but it's like, but us as the owners, we mm-hmm. dictate that, right? We steer the ship. So if things falter, you know, it's, you know, it's like, oh, that wasn't, it still falls on us, right? Oh, yeah. um, so that's why your processes have to be in place. Don't just scale to scale. Like, make sure you're ready. You're like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And let's scale it together. But if you just scale without that backbone of hey, this is who we are, this is what we represent, this is the this is what what we want to be known for. This is our brand. Then don't even don't even scale because what happens? It's just gonna go up and then it's gonna come right back down and just as fast and probably not as good. Yeah. So yeah, and then and then your name is not as strong as it was. Um, when it was just you before you scaled and now you got to build that back too. All right. Uh, so, yeah, man, a team of 50. That is, that's insane. Mine is, uh, let's see, including me, I got six and mm-hmm. it is a lot for six right now. Um, I could not imagine <laughs> like keeping track of 50 different people. Um, that's insane. Um, but what yeah. done? We, we probably did, uh, I think by the end of this year, we'll have close to like 750 events done. So the past like <laughs> two months, we've had like September, October have been over 120 events each month. And wow. But then that's where our military training kicks in about logistics and being able to, to plan and send the logistics out of what needs to get done in different areas. And that's why I like working with our community because they understand that. Hey, I have these supplies. This is where I'm going. This is my point of contact. I show up 30 minutes prior. I set up. I make the point of letting them know that we're here. Unless it's a surprise, by the way. Um, we set up. We're ready to go. And we light up the cigar and we're open. And th- that's what our team knows and that they don't know anything else but that standard of this is how we operate. Listen, does this things happen where... Uh, things, you know, it's New Jersey, you got traffic, you got accidents, of course, but exactly what you said, John, is um, you want to attack it as quickly as possible. 
And me and my friend always joke around, being a business owner is about extinguishing the fire as quickly as possible. Mm. And so like, I know whether it's to call them, let them know, hey, listen, we're going to be 10 minutes late, but we'll take care of you. They'd rather hear that than the maitre d' like, uh, where are you guys? Where are you right. Guys? Oh, yeah. So- yeah. Like, I, even that, like, I was extinguishing fires um, before they became fires uh, this yeah. week. Because, uh, yeah. like, you and I had originally, we were going to be uh, chatting last Tuesday. And um, for for a little uh, breaking the fourth wall, I'll give you all some behind the scenes. Um, we were going to be chatting last Tuesday. Last Tuesday was uh, my grandfather's funeral. Um, I talked about that a couple weeks ago as well uh, on the podcast. Uh, but, like, I had a couple of days where I did not do any work and I had to email a few of my couples saying, Hey, I know I said you're going to be getting your gallery by this date. I'm a few days behind right now, just because of some family issues and all that. Um, just want you to know that for sure, you're going to have it by this date, this one at the latest and extinguishing those fires. Cause like, it could have been where I was just like, oh, they're going to be so upset that they're not getting their photos on the day that I told them they were going to get their photos. Um, and, you know, maybe I just won't talk to them and then I'll just let it go. But then you get the emails that are like, Hey, you said we were going to have this by here. Mm. What's going on. Um, but instead everyone was just like, absolutely. I understand family comes first. Like we are very excited to see these photos, but, you take your time, take a few extra days. You know, we're not in a hurry. Like you, you do what you need to do. And that like extinguished the fires and the fires that like in my mind I was creating. Um, cause I was, I was just like, worst worry. case scenario. Yeah. We're so worry. <laughs> a friend tells me we stress ourselves so much cause we play these little movies in our head Yeah, and and it's just like, I got the worst. I, I think I know it's just how we're built. I got the worst case scenario and I got the best case scenario. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh man, and we're just we're like, we're ruined. But uh, oh, yeah. then it's like exactly what you said. Sometimes you got to saddle up, like man up, woman up, and just be like, hey, listen, I got, you know, this is what's going on. Because honestly, John, we're all human. And if you come there and you, you're sincere and like, hey, listen, you know, this is something, you know, that, that I have to do, or, you know, in your case, I'm sorry to hear about your grandfather, but, um, but, but imagine if you didn't do that, right. You're, you're just thinking of them and putting them, Hey, listen, I got stuff to take care of. And you extinguish that fire beforehand because that's like the hardest email. It's like, Hey, you said you were going to do this. I haven't heard from you. Yeah. For me, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> so. right. Oh yeah. Those I'm just like, I don't even want to reply right now. I'm just going to reply whenever I finish this. Even if it's like a few days, which is just making it worse. Cause now they're just like, I sent that email and he hasn't gotten back to me and he's already late. And I'm just like, I'm trying, I'm trying over here, but I don't want you to be mad at me. Like, uh, <laughs> like there's no excuse now. Like the whole thing with the cell phone, like, like right. there's no reason now it's like, Oh, I didn't get service. You know, uh, <laughs> I was in a bad area. You can't get an email. <laughs> uh, like, what more are you? Like most major cities. have. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah. yeah, and even if you were in a bad location, as soon as you got back into a good one, it popped up. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's 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 really difficult having those 
those hard conversations, especially if you're either missing a deadline or you're in the wrong and like messed up something. I had, you know, some, some photos that were, that were missing for a bit. And I had to have that difficult conversation of, Hey, uh, this card corrupted. And, um, you know, we, we didn't have a second card in the camera and, uh, you know, we're, we're doing what we can to recover them. And, uh, yeah, those are, those are some difficult conversations and they are not easy, but the longer that you put them off, the worse they get. And yeah, exactly. But man, yeah, is that is I'm like that is sweating amazing. now, just thinking about those sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like if anyone that's watching, it's like the, that worst phone call that you had to do. It's just like ah, but got it over with, right? And exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're going in that situation, you know, whether you're the email, phone call, like right away, I think phone call is a lot better. But like I agree. Yeah, phone call is kind of like showing. And then if you leave a message, shoot an email, hey, uh, but uh, but I have like so many like scenarios of like, what if they do this? <laughs> so I do this. It's like a, a chess match and making sure that you're you're hitting the right points because, you know, you're trying to take out that fire. Right. You're trying to. Right. Put it in. Yeah. And, that, and that's good to have those like if they if they say this. I want to be prepared with this yeah, and not the, Oh, um, well, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that yet. Cause it's just like, what are you even calling like, me for? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, wow. wow, wow. And it's just like, you're even more like that. Yeah. I already threw gasoline on it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Oh man, I thought, I thought that was a fire extinguisher. This is just like, gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Like, like as they say, don't go in there with like a little, you know, a little, pea shooter right you won't go in there with a hose exactly you said yeah you know it's funny it's i think we all do that is just have those scenarios ready get ready for something big get ready for them god forbid they blow up right and just like knowing those and we're talking about that knowing those kind of like people skills and like how to like calm your voice down and just work with them because you got to understand what they're going through and you just gotta like level it out but always be ready like have all those scenarios in your head and just don't exactly exactly what you said don't just call just to call kind of like have a strategy of like how can we resolve this yeah yeah so yeah no that's good that wasn't even on our list of things to talk about that's that's so good that's just a bonus for all of you boom (laughs) (laughs) so uh okay so you had mentioned to me before, um, before we started recording about like how y'all give back, uh, through your business. Tell me a little bit about that. Cause I'm, I'm very, that's something that's like near and dear to my heart. Uh, so I, I love to hear that. Um, you know, for us, we give back because it's part of like who we are as a company, but it's part of our culture, right? Giving back uh, life of service. And for us, it's not wearing the uniform anymore. It's, being being an outstanding or being kind of like a a leader in your community right Mm -hmm. and for us as being a veteran-owned business we want to make sure that when you go with us that we're not only we're representing our company but we're representing veteran-owned businesses as well so whenever someone uses us that they know in their head like hey listen they were great i want to use these people because they're doing the same 
same thing as well. So it's kind of like we have to be an example in, in our community. And for us, you know, giving back was always, we've been, uh, we started in 2020 during the height of COVID, uh, literally started in around May and we gave back 5%, um, uh, 5% of sales, uh, gross revenue to a local nonprofits from around the New Jersey area. And they could go nice. philanthropically to a veteran and first responder uh, centered to, uh, you know, like golfing and to, um, to autism. So we do a lot in, in the 12 month period. Um, but yeah, you know, we're proud to say we did close to almost 25,000 in donations, yeah. well, over 25,000 donations to local nonprofits nice. from around the area. And uh, we, we volunteer, like, for example, I volunteer for uh, a veteran organization called Bunker Labs, where I, I'm a mentor to veteran business owners. And also I'm a mentor to a private school here for um, high school students that want to learn entrepreneurship over here in Don Bosco. Um, but for us, it's always about giving back um, because without our communities, we wouldn't be where we are today. So, oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Oh man, I love that. Is that, so you mentioned like a bunch of different charities. Do y'all do like change it every month yep. or yep. Oh, that's cool. Every month. And we, you know, we've, we've gone from big ones, right. The big organizations to mm. small mom and pops grind where the, where the tire hits the dirt yeah. uh, nonprofits. Um, so that's what we like. And most of these, most of the time that these nonprofits that we know, we know the people that are doing the work. And mm-hmm. we, we look at that and we're like, man, they, they do some amazing stuff. I remember we, we did a, um, a golf outing for Catholic charities for, uh, for adults that are, you know, like they need help and stuff. Yeah. And they had a couple of them at the golf outing and my, you know, my, me and my partner, we were just so moved by it. They were like, Hey, listen, we're going to donate to you guys. I think we donated close to like three or $4,000, uh, uh, whether it was September or October to their organization. Cause we were just so moved by it because you yeah. know what they're doing. And that's just, that's just who we are. So Nice. Yeah. That's, that's great. I love, I love businesses that give back. Um, and I feel like the, like the, the, like, uh, our generation, the, the newer generations are really focusing on businesses that give back. And like, they want their money to go towards something that is, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, like Tom's shoes like that. I remember them go just skyrocketing whenever they announce that you buy a pair of shoes and they give a pair of shoes to, you know, a, a child or someone in a, in a third world country that doesn't have shoes. You're like, oh yeah, like this is roughly the same price as any other shoe. And now I'm getting to give shoes to someone who's never had shoes and that kind of stuff. I think that that is, we're going to see a huge shift, which we're already seeing that, but I think in like probably the next five, 10 years or so, it's going to be huge that if you are not giving back in some way um, that people are just going to, a lot of people are just going to write you off as a business and be like, no, I want, my money to go somewhere and do something. Uh, and, uh, you know, especially in the local communities, uh, that's, that's, that's something big, big for us too. Like we, we have partnered with a few, um, 
national and international charities as well. Cause we give a percentage back of every, uh, every photo shoot that we book. And, um, and we've partnered with some, some big ones. Um, and, uh, then we've also partnered with local charities here in town that are just, like you said, mom and pop shops that are just, you know, $500 to them is like, Oh yeah. It's, it's like, like $50,000. It's just like, we can do so much with this $500. Um, not that the large charities can't, but it's just, it means a lot. And you get to like meet with the, the owners uh, and like the, the people that are behind the, the local charities and doing right. things in your, in your local community. Cause I feel like if we do things in our local community and build up our local community, we're just like, raising the tide for everyone and we're just building up everyone around us. And then we can, we can overflow into the surrounding and into the state and then into, you know, just keep on going. Um, oh, I love that. Have y'all seen any, um, any benefits of giving back, um, like oh. more, more leads or people being like, Hey, we went with you because. It's, it's so crazy because like for us, it's just, we do it because like, that's who we are right yeah um, yeah it's like that's that kind of like service mentality is ingrained in those especially during the military mm. right like you're, right. you're not like hey listen you're 18 years old you're going, uh -huh. going to boot camp to get yelled at and then you're going off the war like yeah there's also something wrong with us not wrong. <laughs> there's also something like inside right um, but essentially when what we do does it come back? Absolutely. And that's not what we look for, but that's something that just happens, you know, where mm -hmm. it's just, you guys are great. You could do this. I remember I did a, I did a, a golf outing here in Jersey and all of a sudden three weeks later, they flew me down to Naples, Florida to do their golf outing in Florida. And nice. I was, I wasn't expecting a thing. Right. And uh, that's why it's like, Hey, listen, you know, I heard from, a musician, uh, it's either one or a million. And what he means is you play and you entertain as though if you're playing for one person or a million people. So whenever we show up to an event, whether there's one person that comes to our table or a million people that come to our table, like we should have that same kind of like excited, kind of like fun and experience that we come for. So yeah, it, it's come back in and tenfold in terms of people that come in and then we'll get to meet so many awesome people. So yeah. That's a good yeah, that's great. And I, I feel like everyone that I've talked to who does make it a point to give back and it's just like in their heart, like they're doing it for the right reasons and not for the, well, if I say that I do this, then people are probably going to be booking with me more often, but it's just, this is like, that's your heart. That is y'all's heart. And that's, you know, it, it doesn't make sense not to give and not to serve. Um, and the people that I've talked to who do that, and that is just part of your personality, part of your, your heart, it seems like, like, uh, those businesses tend to thrive. It's like, you can't, you can't outgive what's coming in. I mean, I guess you could, if you just like gave a hundred percent of everything, but still like, uh, like it's just it seems to always come in to where you can give out more. And, um, and I love that. I, I, it's very rare. I haven't seen any businesses that make it a point to give that have 
like struggled and like started to shut down or anything. Um, and John, there's something that uh, I would always say too. It's like, you got like three things. You got, you got your time. You could donate mm-hmm. your time. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not always a monetary thing, right? Monetary right. could be, don't, don't get um, hyped up on it. Right. Other people don't get hyped up on the monetary. You got, yeah, I think you got your monetary um, kind of like your resources, your time and people. I think those are three things that you could donate. If you don't have the time, uh, uh, you know, maybe donation. If you don't have the people, maybe the, the time. And uh, I've seen so many people like photographers and DJs and people in our industry, since we're talking about this, that have given time and their resources do donate, right? It might not be a monetary value, but mm-hmm. listen, I've known some DJs that like, at a local American Legion, you know, it's like, hey, man, we can't pay you, but, you know, you can get a couple of beers, but, like, that DJ's like, don't worry about it, you know, I'll, I'll have a couple of beers, and I'll, and I'll donate my time, right, and yeah. it's just kind of, like, who they are, so, um, but, yeah, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, no, I love that, and that's such a good point, that it doesn't always have to be monetary, right. like, there are so many ways that you can give back, um, you know, even just, uh, there's something that I've been wanting to to put together is just a um, like a community uh, litter pickup day where we just we all get together. This was an idea that I had uh, last year and then COVID hit. And I was like, probably not a good idea to uh, gather people together right now. I'll wait till it cools off. Um, but just like getting people together to pick up along the highway is yeah. like that's not a monetary thing. That's just it's your time. Um cool. And yeah, there, there are so many things that you can do uh, and so many things that these organizations need. Like a lot of times they have the donate button on their website, but if you email them and like, Hey, I don't have a lot of money, but I want to help you out. What are some things that I can do? Um, A lot of times they will have a list of things like, Hey, we have this event coming up. You know, we're, we're needing people to valet cars or whatever. And, uh, and that kind of stuff. Uh, so always good to look into, uh, especially if you're, if you're looking to, to give back, um, which I hope you are. Um, but yeah, man, Joey, I have loved this conversation has been, has been so good. It is crazy. It's been almost an hour already. Um, but, um, but yeah, before, before we kind of wrap up, I have a little part of the show that I like to ask what you're loving this week. Um, and it could be, uh, movie, show, podcast, book, whatever. Um, is there something that you are loving this week? Uh, probably this past weekend. Uh, we were just talking about it. So I played, I played rugby up in my school. I went mm. to a military school up in uh, Vermont. And my business partner, we both played rugby together. So our, our team, and um, I, I serve on the board for the school, uh, so we had the president of the school there. They actually played in New Jersey for the Sweet 16. So they won on Friday. They won yesterday. Uh, what's today? Somebody, yeah, they won on Friday, <laughs> on Sunday. And then we we're just talking about they're heading to Houston uh, for the uh, for the Final Four. So Donna, I'll be shooting you a message to hopefully link up. Yeah. You, uh, you know, I love to eat. Hundred percent. Uh, Hundred percent, yeah. I know you Texans do big or go, you know, go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited, but yeah, something I'm loving this week is uh, is is that, um, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up, the family, 
big thing mm-hmm. family right yeah. um and just like we're almost can you believe it's almost done with the year i know coming up this, yeah the whole year was it's been a fun blur but like that's why i was like was it monday was it sunday i've been traveling so it's been good oh yeah yeah i was i was uh, earlier i had a photo shoot this evening and i was like yeah it's it's monday today right I'm like, I don't know. Like it's, I put things in my calendar and it alerts me whenever I need to do them. So I know that I'm not missing anything, but I, it's things have just been in such a blur this entire year. Um, I think with, with last year being so slow and just being at home all the time. And then this year being out more and then business being more and just doing things. It's just like, everything is insane and all over the place. Um, and very blurry, but, um, but yeah, for sure. Hit me up. We will, um, we will do some good Texas food while you're here in town. Uh, but yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let me see. What am I loving? I'm loving a, uh, a podcast. It's called the abundantly clear podcast. Um, it's with, uh, Mallory Nicole is the host and she, gives a lot it's like very mindset driven and it's a lot of like short seven to maybe 15 minute episodes of just little tips and tricks that are geared toward uh entrepreneurs um to just like get mental clarity and uh to be able to put yourself in a good mindset and some different like kind of psychological things that you can do um, to benefit yourself and then also to benefit your, your clients as well. And I've been, I've been really enjoying it. She's got like, I don't know, 150 episodes or something. And I recently found her like maybe three or four months ago. And I've just been like going back in the archives and listening to all the podcasts. Uh, but yeah, the abundantly clear podcast. It's, it's a good one. Can I, can I tell you something? My phone was, was buzzing. And we have like one wedding going on today uh-huh. and literally on, <laughs> so they're all putting thumbs up. Like uh-huh. like being like, see all those are all thumbs up to like Daniel <laughs> and everyone's like laughing and just like, it just goes all the way down. <laughs> oh my goodness. But that's like my team culture going back to it. I, I was like, that's why great. am I getting so many buzzes? Like, you know, like, oh my God, everything okay. And just everyone's, just everyone's like, everything's good it's funny because it's daniel he's one he's one of our guys <laughs> air force guy and he's just he's, he's just it's a monday monday wedding and he's the only one out that is great <laughs> awesome well joey where can where can people find you where can they follow along um and see see your uh your rolling skills yeah, no, appreciate it, John. Well, first off, thank you again. And thank you for everyone that's been watching and listening. Uh, appreciate it. Hopefully you got something out of it, but I'm sure there's something that we said must have been pretty interesting at least. Uh, <laughs> but if you can find us at uh, www.themobilecigarlounge.com, find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Mobile Cigar Lounge on Pinterest. Um, I have an OnlyFans called Panda at Night. Um, just... <laughs> <laughs> all right all right or it's just it's just it's just nothing yet but uh <laughs> um, i always throw that in there uh, as a funny joke but uh <laughs> but yeah you can find us there and please feel free to contact us i mean 
hopefully you can see that we're, we're, we're fun guys and gals here in the Mobile Cigar Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Joey, Handa, this has been uh, so much fun. I have enjoyed this. It was good to talk to you again. It has been a while since the clubhouse days. Um, and it's been really good to, to reconnect and, uh, and hopefully we can in person here in a few yes. weeks. That'll be, that'll be awesome. I will I'll be great. really be enjoy great. that, but yeah, well, thank you for coming on the show. Take care. I absolutely loved getting to talk with Joey. He is such a genuine guy. All, all of the insight that he gave was so good. Um, I highly encourage you to take it, implement it and uh, grow it in your business. As always, you can find all of the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 91. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can join us for the next live podcast and ask your questions in the Facebook group by joining the Light and Dark Photography podcast group on Facebook. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships, which means that you get a few dollars when you check them out. It's a great way to receive a great deal and also support this podcast. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Joey is at the mobile cigar lounge, and you can find me at all heart photo. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a quick minute and leave us a review. It means the world to us podcasters, and it really helps us to reach more listeners and to produce more episodes for you until next time. I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye.